Welcome, everyone, to a new episode of the Transcript Podcast. You've got me, Scott Krisiloff. I'm editor of the Transcript, along with Eric Wakaya, who's our lead author. We sent out a new issue of the newsletter yesterday. And what we saw last week were some softening trends in the economy, especially among the consumer. I think Home Depot made headlines bringing down their expectations for spend. And that wasn't terribly surprising because we know that housing markets are among the slower areas of the economy. Also, Target and Walmart had some negative thoughts on what the consumer was doing in March and April, saw impact to the consumer from the banking crisis that happened in March as well. But at the same time, saw stabilization, or there were a number of companies that were talking about stabilization and people still spending, consumer still spending. So even if things may be softening a bit with the consumer, it seems like overall spending is still fairly healthy. Eric, any thoughts? I think that's the same thing I picked up, mostly in earnings. I think different, for a while now, it's been a bit pretty balanced in terms of negative and positive comments you get in earnings calls, but it felt slightly negative last week. Even Walmart with the like 7% comps US on the US business, I think they still had a, quite a lot of commentary in their earnings that was more like, okay, the consumer is pretty pressured, especially the low income one. The high income is starting to feel the pressure and making adjustments in that regard. Spending mix has shifted, but Overall, the consumer is still resilient and that's been the surprise. I think MasterCard had the same kind of comments in terms of spending and FISA also. So spending is holding up pretty well, but the commentary felt slightly negative, slightly. That's what I would say because there's still a lot of positive commentary. But does it tilt your perception in terms of how we are going towards maybe the second half of the year, which starts next month, actually, on the, in a month or two? Not yet, because honestly, like the flip side of the consumer slowing is inflation. And while inflation is definitely slower than it was, it still seems like it's higher than the 2% underlying rate that the Fed is trying to get inflation to and doesn't really seem to be trending to the two. It seems to be trending to like three or four, something like that. And I think the Fed is very serious about getting it to the two. So the two quotes that picked up from Jerome Powell and James Bullard last week from the Fed were both about economic data coming in stronger than expected and interest rates being higher than previously anticipated. And so even if they're pausing here, they're signaling that they may start raising again. And that, I guess that is what, what is more negative to me about the outlook for the back half of the year is if they're still fighting inflation, if inflation isn't coming down, but that's going to be bad for markets. I think one of the things that the Fed talked about, I think in the last press conference was about the banking crisis being a bit of, they could have raised rates save for the banking crisis, but the banking crisis feels like it's removed now. Last month, it was like the crisis, the crisis, but now it's, it's so far behind us now, but still there's a lot of reflections on what exactly went wrong and how to prevent it. I mean, there are a couple of quotes there we had about how this was unprecedented in terms of magnitude and terms of the regulatory requirements that may be forthcoming to manage crisis risk as banks. So I think that's way behind us now. I think I feel from my perspective, it may not factor into the next press, at least the Fed meeting in the next instance. So I think now it's about where, at what point should they stop raising because they've conquered inflation. I think that's where everyone is watching. And so far, I infl- from our annex calls readings, inflation has stepped down a bit, but not to the level, as you said, where the Fed is most comfortable that, okay, we've reached our goal and now we can at least pivot completely away. So I think that's what we get from the earnings calls we've had. So, and uh, I guess pre- commentary is pretty tilted, slightly to the negative, slightly, not so much. 
Any other things that you may have picked up in earnings this week? I mean, there's a lot of talk of AI and open AI as Sam Altman was actually at in Congress showing them the power of AI with a lot of worries what the future looks like with AI. What's your take on that? Especially the Tesla courts where they want to have the chat GPT moments. Yeah, I think it was interesting to see Sam testifying before Congress last week and obviously got a ton of coverage. It was everywhere. Sam testifying. I think the quotes that stood out to me in AI this week were the Chesky quote talking about how it's 130 years ago. 130 years ago, only a few people knew how to use the camera. But this is now everyone can use the camera and there are a lot more photographs. And it's the same sort of thing with coding here is what large language models could unlock. It's just the ability for all of us to develop software more easily, basically. And so there would be a lot more software in the world. I thought that was a really big quote. And then also, Elon, talking to your point about Tesla and how close they are with self-driving and that they're a really... He said his quote was Tesla is going to play an important role in AI and AGI. So really positioning Tesla as his AI company and that there'll be a chat GPT moment for self-driving. Maybe if not this year, I'd say no later than next year, which is something that you and I have been talking about this year in, in podcasts is that everybody's looking at large language models right now, and there's a very real chance we'll have self-driving as well within the next 18 months. And that would just be explosive in terms of the mind, the mindset towards AI. So those are both pretty big. And the note on that is if Tesla is an AI company, it's not really viewed as an AI company, right? NVIDIA and Microsoft are really viewed as the only public markets plays. If Tesla becomes viewed as an AI company off to the races, especially with Elon there and not CEO of Twitter anymore. Like there's catalysts coming for Tesla potentially. Yeah. And the more the time may be pretty huge if they had a company at the end of the day. But the two quotes are from, I think JP Morgan was very keen on positioning themselves as not behind in terms of AI. I think it's pretty interesting when the biggest bank in the US so is leveraging AI to make themselves a bit more efficient in the way they do business. And also the quote from Google, for me, I was struck by the fact that they have a chat GPT kind of version for enterprise called Vertex AI, because it seems like there's a bit of distinct preferences in terms of what the enterprise consumer wants and what the individual consumer wants. And then the enterprise consumer has a very specific needs that they want. They want their data to be localized. They don't want it to be used with everyone. And I feel like there's a huge play in terms of how companies position themselves there. I know Microsoft has been very big on B2B. They're quite well positioned there. I guess they're leveraging also ChatGPT and all these tools to be able to deliver to their consumers a really good value. It was good to see Google is not that far behind in terms of also wanting to deliver some of these products to enterprise generally. So something to watch in terms of AI and all. Nvidia is reporting earnings this week. So it's that the poster child for the AI moment. So it's going to be very interesting to see what, how many times they actually mentioned the word AI and secondly, also what exactly they're doing in, in the AI field. So my bet is that they will keep exploding at least for this year. It seems like anything that touches on AI gets to explode as much or explode in the positive or negative sense, like Chegg did in the other sense. Anything else that uh, you may have picked in earnings this week? Housing. Is there something on housing? Yeah, the comments were mostly positive on housing, right? Actually, it's like fairly stable. I think one other thing just on supply chains maybe is that supply chains continue to heal, really are like nearly fully healed. 
But the one data point that really stuck out to me is that car prices are back below MSRP now, which auto supply chains had been the tightest. And we know the semiconductors around auto supplies were the tightest of any of the semiconductors. And the fact that auto prices are below MSRP suggests that the tightness in that market has, has healed itself. And so that's a big indicator in terms of where supply chains are. Yeah, I think the general commentary is also from earnings is that supply chain seems to be back to normal. I think now companies, even Walmart also commented on the same. Maybe two things that stood out at the end or the nuggets of wisdom about generational change being a risk to brands and also being an entrepreneur is hard. I listened to both. I read both interviews by Daniel Elk and Brian Chesky. I really look forward to one of these days when we'll be able to host some CEOs on our platform to be able to discuss all of these things with them in a bit more detail. I think it's a potential area of, of growth for us in the future. So I think that's something you've expressed for a long time. And I think I second that. And if any of our listeners is in touch, they can be able to help us get in touch with some of these CEOs to bring them on board to discuss more. Sign for mining calls and some of the takeaways that they have, some of the nuggets of wisdom that they have for us also. So I think that's something I would say that we're keen on. I would agree. So looking forward for more. So thank you for joining us this week on, on the Transcript Podcast. Looking forward again to another week of earnings. As I said, NVIDIA is reporting, so we'll be watching, keeping an eye on that. And there's a JP Morgan, I think, tech conference that's happening this week. Lots of companies report there to present. So keep you in, in touch in terms of the key quotes for earnings calls. So thank you so much and see you again next week.